baby, you know what that sound means. It's time for The Edge with Terry Waldrop. Terry talks about all the hottest topics in sports every single weekday from 9 to 10 a.m. He's controversial, he's charismatic, and he's the captain of this ship for the next hour. Here's your host, Terry Waldrop. All right, all right, all right. Welcome in Sports Talk 97.7 The Edge. Terry Waldrop, Jamie Foxx, please six days of March 2018. I appreciate you being, spending a little part of your morning with us. We hope to enlighten, entertain, educate, enrage, and probably a couple, uh, another couple words out there we can't say or play. We just do. That's who we are. Uh, and there's really nothing wrong with that in a lot of cases, although sometimes appearances can be a bit deceiving. You know, Baker Mayfield's went out of his way to say, hey, look, I'm not Johnny Manziel. Uh, he has some interesting quotes. Uh, in this, the combine, and when I watch him play, I mean, he's an emotional guy. He's the guy that plants the Oklahoma flag, grabs his crotch uh, at Buckeye Stadium. He does some things to really uh, enrage maybe the people playing against him. He's Jameis Winston-like in that respect. Uh, Mm -hmm. But I don't think he has the talent Jameis Winston does. Certainly doesn't have the size. Here's some of his highlights, though, for – uh, I don't know, the past couple of days, some of his, you know, his interviews. I'm wondering what his Wonderlick score is going to be. That is of particular interest to me. Uh, but he's a small in stature guy. He's not a big guy. That's the quarterback prototype of the NFL, Jamie, is a big guy, 6'3", 6'4", 6'5". You know, sort of just the, the Roethlisberger, Jameis Winston, big, rugged individual guys that can take the pounding and still have the arm. But Baker Mayfield. He said, you know, height, guys, is really not that big a deal. Well, to 32 NFL teams, by and large it is. I mean, you have the exceptions to the rule, and I think Drew Brees is the exception rather than the rule, and I don't think anybody in their right mind is comparing Baker Mayfield to Drew Brees. That said, he's went out on the limb and said, look, I'm by far the most accurate passer in this draft. Not even close. And so, like, yeah, okay, it's, it's good to have some confidence. I, I get that. He also talked about New York and in Cleveland. Hey, if anybody can get these guys to turn around, it's me. I'm the guy that can turn this around. So he sounds a lot like Johnny Menzel. And, Jamie, I'm going to be honest with you, and, and, you know, I've evaluated a lot of kids for colleges. Not necessarily, I haven't done anything professionally. But I think different positions have different sets of needs and characteristics that you're looking for. For example, if my punter was really high volatile, uh, got involved in some stuff, wasn't as good uh, socially, made some bad statements, that's one thing. If my wide receiver, high-maintenance diva, yeah, that's just kind of who they are. The quarterback is the face of your franchise. The leader, the de facto leader of your organization, your multi-billion dollar organization. And so everybody likes dudes that that talk a lot, right? I mean, we all like, you know, it goes back to the Joe Willie Namath guarantee in Super Bowl three. I guarantee we will win. And that's when the AFC was awful. Uh, Joe Willie engineers the upset to beat the Colts in Super Bowl three, which basically, in effect, merged 
the AFL and the, NF, and the AFC and the NFC, and it became competitive after that. So Joe Willie, the architect of that, uh, come to find out years later, it was in Miami Beach where the game was being played, and Joe Willie Namath uh, bombed out of his mind on Martinis when he made the statement. So everybody likes cocky. You know, we like Bruce Willis. We like uh, Denzel Washington to make the sort of the outlandish statements and back it up. Schwarzenegger. But how much of that is really reality? You know, how much of it do you really see uh, in real life? When I see Baker Mayfield, Jamie, I see Johnny Manziel. Tell me I'm wrong. Well, you know, that comparison has been made in the fact that also has been brought out that he doesn't have the athleticism of Johnny Manziel. Um, You mentioned uh, in the beginning about most of your NFL franchises look for a prototype, and Baker Mayfield certainly doesn't fit that. Of course, then you can uh, pivot to, you know, Drew Brees and saying, I think the the best thing about Drew Brees is is above his shoulders, not necessarily below. I mean, it, Drew Brees is so cerebral, and and uh, his uh, his knowledge of the game and as far as being able to diagnose weaknesses and things like that, that's where Drew Brees has made his, his money. Uh, Baker Mayfield, I don't think necessarily, you know, I've even realized that, I never knew this uh, until recently. Uh, hand size is something that NFL scouts really take a, uh, an interest in. And to your point, um, in these cold-weather environments like Pittsburgh and, and places like that, the ability to grip the ball. And uh, Baker Mayfield, I don't, I don't think he falls into that, uh, into that category. Now, there are some intangibles. Obviously, his competitiveness is uh, – I think he's a pretty smart guy. His, his knowledge of the game may be pretty good, but – Again, how does that translate? Well, I don't think it translates along the lines of a – I think most, most teams are willing to take a chance on Josh Allen, uh, you know, who maybe has some accuracy problems as opposed to Baker Mayfield, simply the fact that Josh Allen's 6'5", 237, and can – you know, and he's got a higher ceiling. And that's where I think Baker May – I think he's, he's talking himself into that. I don't think he goes uh, – you know, I watched Cleveland select him number one, but um, yeah, all these – quarterbacks here with the with the possible exception of Josh Rosen all have some question marks behind them but you know Baker Mayfield to me uh, I don't know if I would I don't know if I'd spend a first rounder on him but again you know watch us uh, you know be eating crow here when the NFL drafts held well here's what I do know in, in, in the quarterback position in the NFL character matters it just does leadership ability matters uh, maturity matters. And, and here's the other thing about Baker Mayfield. And, and it sounds like i got people telling me I'm bashing Baker Mayfield. I'm not really bashing Baker Mayfield. What I'm telling you is that Baker Mayfield, remember, he was a walk-on. He's transferred schools. He is two years older, at least, than most every other kid in this draft. So he's got two years of age, wisdom, uh, I won't use the word experience, but he's been around the world two years longer, so you would expect a little bit more maturity out of him. And again, if it's a wide receiver, if it's a defensive back, if it's a linebacker, you know, I'm probably not nearly as concerned with his maturity level as I am as he's the quarterback. You're giving him the keys to a multi-billion-dollar corporation. Uh you know, he, he, his other quote was, and it's like he's trying to sell everybody on his ability and his willingness to win. He goes, look, uh, the energy and passion I'm going to bring to the field, it's infectious. 
Okay, great. Um, yeah, I'm sure. And, and again, I, I, when I see him play, I think a lot of Menzel. And I think a couple people have made the point he might be a little bit more accurate passer than Johnny Ben. I mean, Johnny Benzel was riverboat Johnny. I mean, he's absolutely riverboat Johnny. Uh, Baker Mayfield has a lot of those characteristics. In riverboat the NFL, I think the only time riverboat gambler guy has really worked in the NFL is Brett Favre, who had a cannon. Uh, Baker Mayfield doesn't have a cannon. Here's the other thing for me, and, and not a lot of people are going to talk about this. I do think the character's an issue. And there is video out there of Baker Mayfield in Norman, Oklahoma, running from the police. Uh, granted, everybody has things in their life that they would prefer not to be brought up, but I submit to you, Jamie Foxx, um, is there any other quarterback that we've had in recent memory that's been drafted that has video of them running from the police? Uh, if you're running from the police, there's a character issue somewhere, somehow, some way. And again, for 99.99% of the people in the world, okay, it is what it is. But if I'm drafting you at quarterback to be the face of my franchise, the lack of maturity and lack of decision-making is the fact that you put yourself in a position where you feel the best option you have is to run from the police. I have serious questions about you. Am I wrong? Well, if that's the case, then that is, you know, that's strike number two, uh, or whether that occurred because, you know, they do have video of him um, up in Fayetteville, Arkansas, of all places, uh, getting pulled over for a DUI. Um, so, uh, again, he's, uh, and, and that's, you know, he has his conversation with the police, um, you know, his judgment or lack thereof. Um, and I did not, I was not aware of the video in Norman. So, uh Think about this. To your point, I mean, he he was at Texas Tech, didn't win the starting job there, walked on there, transferred to Oklahoma, and, and won that job. But apparently, there's some things that uh, I think character issues, which are not really brought up, that that uh, you know I don't think Sam Darnold has. Uh, you may disagree with some things Josh Rosen says, but I don't think he's has a video of him running from the police. So yeah, I mean, I think all these things. You know, Terry, before you spend all this money, I mean, you've seen, you know, just in the last couple of days, Alden Smith, uh, you know, they've already come on record saying a little bit of, you know, pot is not going to be the big issue. Do you have some other domestic violence issues? What is your past? I mean, these guys are going to, uh, they're going to find it out. And, you know, Arden Key, for example, from LSU, what what exactly sidelined him? And Baker Mayfield, though, is, you know, that's a uh, arguably a higher profile position. So, um, again, he's torpedoed himself in a couple of ways, and can can he outrun that? Pardon the expression. Um, I don't know if he can because uh, if this is coming out now, uh, similar to Laramie Tunsil, so close to the – I mean, the, I guess the best thing is he's got a chance to address it before the draft. But, uh, no, I don't think you expend a first-round draft choice on Baker Mayfield. But, again, um, you can't, uh, can't knock his confidence. But I, that's what they say, that he is off the wall – cocky and confident, but that doesn't always translate. It, the NFL has a way of, uh, how shall I say, uh, normal uh, leveling the playing field. Um, they have a way of humbling you, and I think Baker Mayfield will find that out as soon as he gets to his first NFL camp. Name me the last cocky quarterback that won a Super Bowl. I'll wait. 
Exactly. Uh, you know, confidence is one thing, but confidence is earned by your teammates. Look, Baker Mayfield is going to walk into a locker room of 28 to 35-year-old grown men. Baker Mayfield will probably be making more than 75, 80% of them. Uh, all the bravado and all the cocky stuff, that's great. you got to perform on the field. Uh, it's a different – you know, it's just a, I see Johnny Menzel, and now as you watch him progress, uh, all the manifestations of Johnny Menzel's personality, which has been an abject disaster in the NFL. And the Cleveland Browns, I mean, you know, they were going to take Johnny number one. They ended up, he ended up slipping. They took him down there. We come back. I want to talk about the Browns draft choice and how fanboy and the media has fell in love uh, and the Cleveland Browns are, again, the poster child for I – mean, they're literally Homer Simpson of the NFL. I mean, how many dope can you have? You know the sports talk? Sports talk, radio, the edge. Terry Walter, Jamie Foxx, we'll be back in a minute. This segment is sponsored by our friends at GB Cooley. Reminding you to support a worthwhile cause, Louisiana Special Olympics. Sports Talk 97.7, back in a minute. If you could talk to your animal when they say, they're telling you to take me to North Monroe Animal Hospital, listen closely, and you'll hear what Dr. David Weber hears. That's a thank you for taking me to North Monroe Animal Hospital. For your animal's health care, call Dr. David Weber at North Monroe Animal Hospital, 345-4545. No animal too small or too large. Well, you better call Dr. Weber first on that one. 345-4545. When I got hurt in an accident, I didn't know how I would take care of my medical bills. I took out loans, borrowed from friends and family, but the bills kept piling up. That's when a friend told me to call attorney Bobby Manning. Bobby fought hard for me. He helped make things right. I'm so glad my friend told me to get Bobby. I'm attorney Bobby Manning. If you've been involved in an accident, don't delay. Call me today. Attorney Bobby Manning, office in Monroe. Call 324-1411. I am Jessica Ledoux, member and employee for Washita Valley Federal Credit Union. Becoming a member of Washita Valley is much easier today. Memberships are now open to anyone who lives, works, worships, attends school, or owns a business in any of our seven parishes that we serve. Our goal is to offer you personal banking and to make sure you're getting the best rates possible. Washita Valley currently serves Caldwell, Franklin, Jackson, Lincoln, Morehouse, Washita, and Richland Parishes. We know you have a choice when it comes to your finances, and to us, you're not just a member. So if you live, work, worship, attend school, or own a business in Caldwell, Franklin, Jackson, Lincoln, Morehouse, Washita, or Richland Parish, let Washita Valley provide you with excellent service and secure financial well-being. Membership eligibility required. Member NCUA. Hi, I'm Lieutenant Governor Billy Nungesser. Louisiana is more than just a place to visit. It's our way of life, and that means being outdoors. Join the nearly 2 million people who camped, biked, paddled, and hiked our state parks last year as we invite you to do the same. Every corner of Louisiana has something to offer. 
From the world-class fishing at Toledo Bend to paddling at Fountainwood to exploring the ancient mounds at Poverty Point World Heritage Site. So fill up your car and staycation right here in our home, Louisiana. Good morning. Here's the latest weather conditions for our area. Plenty of sunshine in the forecast for today with the high of 71 degrees. Most of the clear skies in the big cool tonight are low 36. Sunny skies on tap for tomorrow with the high of 58 degrees. How does it feel? You're officially living on the edge. Hit Terry Waldrop up at 888-993-7762 and let him know. It's The Edge with Terry Waldrop. And welcome back to Sports Talk 97.7. Terry Waldrop, Jamie Fox, rolling here on The Edge. FS and Farmville. Character, leadership, and maturity matter. But teams and scouts will always be mesmerized by the big arm. Perhaps FS. Uh, I think big arm, big guy, yeah. I think you start taking some subtraction points out of there when they're not fitting a certain profile. Although, uh, for example, Drew Brees, sort of the exception to that rule. Uh, Sports Talk 97.7, The Edge, this segment brought to you by my friend, Mr. Bobby Manning, attorney at law, tremendous North Louisiana attorney, specializing in criminal defense, wrongful death, personal injury, whatever you need, Bobby is there for you. And so, Jamie, we have this discussion. The Cleveland Browns, it's almost like um, going back to uh, Roy Munson, uh, to quote uh, an old movie reference that you don't know what movie I'm talking about. Um, Randy Quaid and who was uh, Woody Harrelson in it. At any rate, the Cleveland Browns, there's now a lot of talk about them taking Barkley as the number one pick in the draft. Uh, would that be the ultimate Cleveland thing to do? You don't have a quarterback at all. Literally, you're putting ads on Craigslist. And so, yeah, the thing to do is to take a running back. And the other 31 NFL teams are going, thank God for the Cleveland Browns. Am I wrong? You know, I, I'm going to disagree. I mean, I, I said this yesterday. I, I think you've got to take Barkley at one. Um, oh, dear because, God. No, I mean, again, I know that that's the – right now the, the conception is you don't take a – Right now, most people say you don't take a running back in, until the late first round, if that. Um, and I know there's a, a lot of them out there, but I think, you know, your chances of – you've got to have two difference makers. And, you know, I think if you – remember now, they've got they've got a pick just three three other picks down in, in, uh, in number four. So, uh, you know, two picks. Actually, you know, second and third, and then boom, you've got a chance to pick a quarterback. Uh, now – what do you do? I mean, do you pick Sam Darnold at one? Well, that's a possibility. Um, you could pick Josh Allen, who, you know, right now things are, are kind of all over the map about him. To your point, you take Baker Mayfield? I mean, really. Uh, Lamar Jackson? Uh, maybe. I, I, again, what what stands out to you other than, you know, let's just take the top two, Rosen and Darnold. Okay, flip a coin there. You could get either one of those at four, um, and it's not that big of a, you know, to me, there's a chance that, I, I don't know, I see, you know, I see Barkley as as a franchise-type guy. Um, I really do, and I think he would be, you know, from, the, from all the things that you mentioned in the first segment, from the terms of character, from, you know, work ethic, all these things that, that you want. I know you, they need a quarterback, absolutely. Well, you're going to have some out there. I mean, forget the, you know, the draft. Do you, you want, uh, you know, would A.J. McCarron at that point be a, a step up? Would be 
you know, you're not going to get Kirk Cousins. That's down to the Vikings and the Jets. But but you still got a chance to get any, any of those three that played for the for the Vikings. You've got Case Keenum. You've got Bridgewater. You've got uh, you know uh, Sam Bradford. So you've got some some serviceable quarterbacks that may be an upgrade of what you've already got. So I don't think it's cocksure that that they need to go with uh, you know a quarterback at number one. And you can you know there's still a lot of, of uh, value there at that fourth pick. So uh, yeah, I'm going with uh, I'm going with Barkley at one. And you know I know that sounds I think a lot of NFL executives are I tell you what. A lot of them are sure hoping that, that the Browns don't pick Barkley. I'll say that. Uh, you know, here's my thing. It's like you know, it's like having a sailboat. And each team is a sailboat. You're in the middle of the ocean. You have a huge hole in the bottom of your boat, which is, if you don't have a quarterback, arguably the most important position in sports is, is the football quarterback. Because you're not going to win without him. You have a big hole in the bottom of your sailboat, and you're worried about what color you're going to paint the trim. I mean, running backs are a dime a dozen. I get that he's a really good running back. Is he a once-in-a-generation running back? I mean, I've heard that uh, with Leonard Fournette. I've heard that with the kid from the Steelers. And they may or may not be. The bottom line is running backs have a very incredibly short lifespan in the NFL. Quarterbacks that are transitional guys, transformative players, they can play 15 years. Uh, this guy runs around a lot. Let's see, who does that – let, let me think about the, the guys that run around a lot in the NFL. Let's see. There was RG3, who was a really good player, twice the athlete Baker Mayfield was, and probably twice the size of 6'3", 6'4". Uh, he won a high spin. Yeah, he didn't last. Uh, there was Johnny Manziel. Yeah, that didn't work out as well. And then the other running quarterbacks, there was uh, – yeah, that's about it. So the, the, the longevity there, the success rate, not so much. Cam Newton. And Cam Newton has a cannon, but he is known as a running quarterback. Have you looked at the shots that Cam Newton's body has received the last couple of years? Yeah, Cam I mean, Newton is uh, not going to make no. ten years in this league. I mean, it's just not. And that is a big, big dude. Cam Newton is like an offensive lineman. He's Roethlisberger size, and he is taking shots to his body that we rarely have seen an NFL quarterback take let alone get up for. I mean, Roethlisberger, they'll get rid of the ball. Cam Newton takes the shots. Now, he's tried to do a little bit less of that, but at some point there is a wear and tear on your body. And if you think Baker Mayfield can take the shots on his body that Cam Newton did, dude, you moved to Colorado and smoked the peyote because you have lost your mind. I just I just don't see it working um, as it is here. Uh, FS said, look how good Jacksonville got with Fournette. A strong run game helps your quarterback and defense. Absolutely. Absolutely, FS. I couldn't agree more. The thing is, there's a lot of good running backs out there you could get. There, are, there are, You could get a running back in the fourth round that's going to be productive. Is, is Barkley Ezekiel Elliott? No. Is he Leonard Fournette? No. Sorry, he's not. Uh, uh, I don't know. If you don't have I, a I quarter, that... Look, Jamie, if you don't have a quarter, it doesn't matter. If you don't have a quarterback, you can put Leonard Fournette and Barkley and Ezekiel Elliott and Le'Veon Bell on the same team. Pick a team. And if you don't have a quarterback that is manageable, just an Andy Dalton, garden variety, C-grade quarterback, just an Andy Dalton guy, you're not going to win. I don't care who the running backs are. So you're telling me Sam Darnold and Josh Rosen are the answer? When Darnold and Rosen can't take the hits that Cam Newton has cooked. 
Name me, get, no. name me one offensive lineman that, that Cleveland has outside Joe Thomas. That's it. Yeah, they're all pro yeah. players. Right. It's it's that. So uh, my point is, you can't put. You're you're exactly right. I think we can. You know, we're we're making the pick right now, Terry. You and I, and we're definitely not picking Baker, Baker Mayfield. So let's show him, throw him out of the equation. But you throw Sam Darnold in there, who is, and I think he's going to be a good quarterback. But he doesn't have. He's not. You know, quite as athletic, can't move around the pocket as well as Cam Newton can, uh, or Jameis Winston can't take those hits like either one of them. I mean, it hasn't been proven yet. What is his body of work right now? Uh, he's a redshirt sophomore coming out. In other words, he's third year sophomore right. coming out. What is no, his I'm body sure of Jamie, work? I'm not sure Jamie Hughes' answer. Well, me yeah, I'm not that's sure. why I'm going you with know, If I'm Cleveland, maybe I try to package those picks to go get a mid-level quarterback. Maybe I try to get a Keenum or somebody like that. This prove it. AJ McCarron, this prove it. I mean, you're not gonna right. win a Super Bowl right. with AJ McCarron, but you went 0 and sixteen. I mean, one win is, you know, a hundred percent better than what you did this year, and you're showing something you can build. I don't know that Darnold, you put him on O and sixteen team, all of a sudden he's the answer. I dang sure know Baker Bayfield isn't the answer. I mean, uh, I that, totally that's agree with not that, happening. Yeah. Uh, you know, you want to go 0-16, yeah, go draft the, the cocky guy that thinks he can make the 0-16 team win. You're going to have him. I look, when I hear him, when I watch him play, it's Johnny Manziel light, and this guy is, is not going to make it in the, in, unless something drastic changes. Uh, the frat boy stuff, Gronk is really the only guy that can play the frat boy thing, and it works. And I think a lot of that with Gronk's, uh, Gronk's often hurt. I think a lot of Gronk's success is the system at New England. Well, Roy yeah, says, who was Blake Bortles before Fournette? Blake Bortles is still the same guy. He is a low-C quarterback. That's what he is. And they just gave him $20 million, which boggles my mind. But that tells you, I think, that quarterbacks, even marginally serviceable quarterbacks, are exceedingly rare in the world. They're exceedingly hmm. rare in the world these days if you're commanding that. I mean, A.J. McCarron, unbelievable success in Alabama. He's been a journeyman in the NFL. You look at the Browns' litany of people. Uh, I mean, they've got literally putting people's put hands on Craigslist to be the quarterback. It tells you there's not many out there. And so if Darnold or Rosen or the other kid with a big arm or Baker Mayfield have a chance, then – I think people take a risk on him. Uh, am I leveraging the house on any of those cats? No. I would much rather have a Keenum or somebody like that that I know can take snaps in the NFL than a Baker Mayfield. Maybe you package those people out there. I just, To me, taking a running back at number one, you know, I don't care if it's Earl Campbell, is the height of irresponsibility when you do not – it doesn't matter. You know, they're going to put – I mean, look, it's LSU all over again. If you don't have a quarterback, they put 11 guys in the box. The peanut vendors in there. The hot dog guys in there. I don't care who. Look what Alabama did to Fournette for two years. Every, the band members, the tuba guys, are in the box, and you can't run. I don't care how good you are. So if you have no quarterback that can extend the play, or that can spread the defense out, it doesn't matter how. And you're, you know, you mentioned their offensive line. It's awful. Offensive, with exception of one guy, it's awful. And so you got a lot of rebuild to do. Interesting stuff. We come back. Speaking of rebuild. Uh, Tubby Smith had some interesting comments the other day uh, about college basketball, about his program at Memphis. Uh, Tubby much under fire from the fan base at Memphis and everywhere else.
John's going to play those. We're going to talk about it. Uh, more of Butthurt Tuesday. Uh, we're going to hear Tubby talk about some of the things he is going to talk about. You're listening to Sports Talk 97.7 The Edge. Jerry Walter, Jamie Fox. All things sports, all things that matter. Thank you for spending a little part of your day with us. This segment brought to you by our friends at Spa Avail. Pamper the special people in your life, folks. Spa Avail. Go see them on Lammy Lane, 318 807 1060. Spa Avail in Monroe. Back in a minute. Keep your car spotless with the Rocket Fast Unlimited Wash Pass. For as little as $19.95 per month, you can wash your car as often as you want. And while you're there, you can always enjoy our free vacs. The Fast Pass is good at all seven Rocket Fast locations, from Monroe to Shreveport, including our newest at I-49 and Piermont Avenue. Rocket Fast, the fast and easy way to wash your car. This is Mark Fuller with Car Pros North. Tax time is here. And tax cars are real, real, real cheap at Car Pros North. We just want to let everyone know we have access to over 500 units. We got cars, trucks, SUVs, two wheel drive, four wheel drive, sports cars, third row seats, and financing available for everyone. Come see us, 601 Cypress Street, West Monroe, Louisiana, Car Pros North. Find Car Pros North on Facebook or visit carprosnorth.com. Yes, some call them mud bugs, some call them crawdaddies. Breeders of Delta Style called Catfish Charlie's the best. Crawfish are in season and on the tray at Catfish Charlie's on Louisville Avenue near Office Depot and on 165 North across from Brookshire's. When people get sick, they need a doctor. When cars get sick, they need Autoplex Automotive. So if your check engine light comes on, you have an electrical problem, need brake work, or just an inspection sticker, they do it all. They're a full service shop that can perform any BG service and stand behind their work with a parts and labor warranty. They even offer towing service. Autoplex Automotive, 1515 Cypress Street, West Monroe. When your car's sick, call 855-4483. When things come out of left field, having a game plan can help make a difference. Farmers Insurance has been providing practical insurance knowledge for more than 89 years. Talk to an experienced farmers insurance agent today and find out about insurance options so you can get the coverage you want. We know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two. Find simple, practical insurance knowledge at Farmers.com. That's Farmers.com. We are Farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Hooters, you can watch the tournament with all your buddies. And when your buddies are the world-famous Hooters girls, there's always plenty of ice-cold beer and our new smoked wings that are nothing but net. Hooters girls know plenty about basketball, but we really know the fans who live for it. So come in and catch all the games with your whole crew and try our new smoked wings. Marinated overnight, then smoked low and slow. It's a whole new take on our craveable wings, and they may be our best ones yet. Hooters. Your opinion, no matter, this is gonna step on 
The Edge with Terry Waldrop is back and better than ever. Hit Terry up at 888-993-7762 to join in on all the fun. And welcome back in Sports Talk 97.7. Terry Waldrop, Jamie Fox, Tabor running the board adept here on the sixth day of March. 2018. Thank you for spending a little part of your morning with us. We do appreciate it. This segment brought to you by friends at GB Cooley, running a support of worthwhile cause, the Louisiana Special Olympics. All right, Jim, you got a couple, uh, I think FS, who was it? Richie was going out there. Uh, you guys are welcome to chime in. 888 Larry Monroe. And Larry, I'm going to I'm gonna say Larry, Larry's uh, text because I'm going to segue into something else with it. Uh, Richie says, Simon McCarron, draft Barkley number one, uh, Josh Allen number four, give Allen time to learn. Uh, Drafting Barkley is only dumb if you're not going to have the option to draft a quarterback three picks later. But in the Browns case, they're going to take the option of top quarterback. None of these guys are next pace Manning. You take your chance. Uh, throw Mayfield Jackson out of the equation. You have Darnold Rosen right there at four. I don't know, man. I'm just a little bit different. If I'm the Browns, Maybe you sit around and go, you know what? We have a history of making the dumbest draft moves in the history of the NFL. Why don't we all vote to see what we're going to do, and then we do the opposite? You know, is that is that the only time the Browns have had success in the NFL draft is in the movie, uh, what, what was the Kevin Costner movie where he was the Browns GM and he gets all the picks back, uh, trade day or whatever it was. That, that was that movie, uh, and a fictional account of the Browns actually coming into relevancy. And actually, I think they took a running back number one in that draft instead of the cocky quarterback from, uh, I think it was Ohio State. And so we shall see what will happen. It's going to be interesting. At any rate, um, here's what I want to talk about. Tubby Smith has been under fire at Memphis. Memphis's attendance has dropped. They've not had a really good year. Tubby under fire, former University of Kentucky coach, uh, former University of Minnesota coach, uh, Texas Tech. Tubby knows what he's doing. Been around for a long time. Uh, Tubby at a press conference the other day was talking about all these players. Memphis is a very cliquish city in terms of their basketball players. They're, you know, from Anthony Hardaway to all these guys that have come out of there. It's a cliquish city. It's hard to get into recruit. Uh, they either love Memphis, the Tigers, or they hate them, or some people fluctuate back and forth on it. But it's always been a hotbed of really good basketball talent. Uh, sometimes it stays in the city, sometimes it doesn't. But uh, Tubby Smith at a press conference the other day, uh, John Tabor, and let's play this. It's not really long, but he has some interesting things to say, and I want to expand on these as we conclude with it. Go ahead and play that. How confident that is. are you that everybody's coming back? Well, I will, we'll, we'll talk to them. Kids have a lot of options nowadays with the new NCAA regulations and Guys can transfer when they want. I've been in this business a long time. Never seen like we had over 800 Division One players transfer last year. Over 800. Come on, teach them how to quit. That's what we're doing. Things not going well. Let's quit. I remember calling my dad when I was a freshman, High Point College. Dad, I'm people not treat you know, I'm this and that, I'm unhappy here. I, you know, I don't, you know, I was one but two blacks in the whole school. And Dad, he says, son, somebody do something to you now. They still, you're still getting your scholarship, aren't you? They still feeding you. 
They're still housing. You still getting education? I said, yes, sir. He said, well, you can't come home. Your bed's been taken. This is 1968, 69. But you can join the Army. Best thing he ever said to me. So that's who I am. And so when I see this, and you ask him about Max, exit, exit. It is what it is. Somebody need to tell them that, hey, you made a, you made a commitment. Stick to it. But it doesn't happen that way. They got a lot of people in the air. That's the way life is. Those are the distractions. The noise. If you can just put that in a box and keep the noise away like I do, it's only way you can survive and advance in anything. Because you're going to have your naysayers. You're going to have your you know, doubters. I mean, that's always. Coach don't like me. This doesn't happen. That doesn't happen. That's just that's the way it is. But, you know, it's just, and most people, hopefully they're better off when they do make a move. We wish them the best. If any of them do leave, we're going to be the first one to thank them for their service and, and, and wish them the best. Hmm. Your thoughts? Well, it, I think some of it was covered this morning. Uh, with Aaron and Jake, uh, you still have to go back. Last time I checked, Tubby Smith, I can only come with, he's been at four places, Memphis, Minnesota, Kentucky, and Georgia. I don't know how many of those he was fired from, probably all of them, except I think uh, Minnesota he chose to leave. So he has the option, uh, as you always say, Terry, a chance to quote-unquote better themselves. Is you're going to see a coach at Memphis, uh, excuse me, at Ole Miss this year. Somebody who takes the Ole Miss job will be somebody like maybe a Kermit Davis or somebody who's at a quote unquote smaller school. Um, that's what coaches do. I mean, they set the precedent. The players, you know, you can't ask. You, you, you can say, well, I'm going to continue to stay here and work for $150,000 when I can make $650,000 somewhere else. Um, coaches are not going to, coaches are not going to say no to that, uh, unless they're, you know, for whatever reason, you know, 89 years old and don't want to move or something. Um, and in some place, I think there's another component that Tubby's not addressing. A lot of times, and you know this, Terry, a lot of times coaches encourage players to look elsewhere. It may be because of their academics, because of their, their fit as far as, you know, they, it, they inherited they, you know, uh, but he, as you know, when you take a new job, you inherit the players there on scholarships. And sometimes you just can't get through to some. And some don't want to, uh, some don't want to buy into to what you're selling. Uh, so you encourage, it happens in football all the time. Uh, maybe not at the rate, obviously, of basketball, but you encourage, I don't like it. I mean, I wish more kids would, you know, stay. But again, I don't think you can, at, at this point, you know, yeah, I do think a lot of it is it's not all about just quitting. You know, coaches encourage some kids. I can tell you right now, give me the Alabama roster, and I'll point to players on that team that won't be there when August practice opens. And you know what? I damn near got everyone right when I was living there. I said, he won't be there. He had an injury at some point. He, he Saban recruited over him, which is what coaches do. So, yeah, Tubby makes some good points. I like the, you know, the, the, the thought, you know, the deal with his father is very poignant, but I don't think it addresses the total issue. 
Sometimes coaches encourage players to leave for their program's sake, for the kids' sake, for, you know, he needs that scholarship. He said, My, your bed's been taken, got to join the Army. Well, your scholarship, I can get somebody better than you. Uh, you know, again, I don't know whether this would change if scholarships were increased, which is not going to happen because of Title IX from 13 to 15. Maybe gives coaches more wiggle room. I think that's a little unfair to coaches because it ties their hands. Um, so, again, I mean, am I am I totally off base? I mean, you know, Terry, it's a two-way street. Sometimes coaches don't want players to come back the next year. Uh, no, absolutely. Look, it's like I a wrong? business, Jamie. No, you're running a business. The issue in Division One, you're dealing with APR problems as well. So that that's an issue. Right, right. But uh, let me read this before we go to break, because this is a segue, and I'm going to answer your question. Larry Monroe, and this segues back to our Baker Mayfield conversation. Hey, Baker Mayfield and John Menz- Johnny Manziel are the same person. Both are from this crazy new millennium generation. Manziel was a spoiled kid, out of control. Mayfield is just immature. Not as athletic as Manziel, but more active as a passer. Maturity comes with time if you learn from your mistakes. The quarterback class this year is very good. Time will tell on all of it. You know, Going back to what Tubby said, yes, do you encourage like you gotta get either on the bus or get off. If I'm the head coach, you're you're if I'm the manager at McDonald's, you're either on my team or you're not. And so sometimes absolutely I don't want any kid that doesn't want to be here. And that goes from the rec league to high school to the NBA. If you're not part of the solution, you are part of the problem. You don't need fence fitters. And so Tubby taking some abuse, you got all the AAU gurus in Memphis. All right, we're going to take our kid and go elsewhere. He's not getting the touches he needs. All this garbage. And the kids are listening to it. I think um, I think our friend has a great point on the millennial generation. Look, I'll just go somewhere else. I'll leave. I'll pack my crap up, and I will leave. I will go somewhere else. I think you're going to see the transfer rule rescinded in the NCAA in the next couple of years. Because the NCAA, again, is trying to do everything they can do not to have to pay the players. So they're giving in. When they went to the to the stipend, you can feed them 24-7, 365, because the Villanova kid got on television after winning the national championship, and it literally looked like a poor, starving, you know, we're hungry, and we don't have anything to eat. And it's just terrible. With the NCAA, instead of having to pay them, okay, now you guys can, can have a – Oklahoma bought two $1 million food trucks and put them at each end of the campus. So now 24-7, 365 here. If you're an Alabama softball player or the quarterback or on the water polo team, you can go get a cheeseburger at 3 in the morning and hang the tab on the athletic department. Unfortunately, most of the real-world people, Louisiana Tech, Grambling, ULM, and pretty much every school in the state not named LSU, yeah, not so much. So I think you're going to see that rule rescinded with NCAA. I think you're going to see them. They're going to put a rule in first. If the coach leaves, then you're allowed to transfer without sitting out. And it's just going to make me more of a free agency uh, type deal that's already existing in uh, college athletics. Got a bunch of texts on this. We'll read when we return. You know, this is Sports Talk 97.7. Terry Walter, Jamie Fox, The Edge. Segment brought to you by our friends at Vantage Health Plans. Back in a minute. Hi, 
I'm Greg Tilly in Bossier City. We have a huge selection of modular homes, lighted, decorated, and air-conditioned for your shopping comfort. For 40 years now, Greg Tilly's has been saving you thousands. Visit our photo gallery at Tilly'sModular.com or see us today at Greg Tilly's in Bossier City. Are your legs tired and weak? Are you able to walk less than you used to or want to? How about sore, achy feet at the end of the day? These symptoms could be peripheral arterial disease or PAD. When in doubt, please check it out. Call a heart, lung, and vascular clinic location near you today to schedule an appointment, 329-1900. Dr. Borders has clinics in West Monroe, Monroe, and Winsboro and offers outpatient vascular procedures for your care and convenience. Call the Heart, Lung, and Vascular Clinic today, 329-1900. On last week's From the Press Box to Press Row with Donald Ware. Not re-signing Kirk Cousins. I have no problem with that. Alex Smith had the likes of Travis Kelsey, the tight end who was becoming an elite tight end. He had in the backfield Kareem Hunt. I think he rushed for like in excess of 1,300 yards, so that took some of the pressure off of Alex Smith. He had as a wide receiver Tyreek Hill who had an absolutely phenomenal season last year. Alex Smith had some weapons. Alex Smith coming to Washington, he has nothing to work with. From the press box to press row is one of the hottest sports talk shows in the country. Join Donald each week as he takes you on a journey through the world of HBCU sports and pro sports and interviews with top sports and entertainment figures. That's from the press box to press row each week on your favorite station. Listen to From the Press Box to Press Row every Saturday morning at 6 a.m. right here on Sports Talk 97. What I tell you about my friends at North Monroe Animal Hospital. Specializing in all medical and surgical care for small animals and even providing a boarding service. My friend, Dr. David Weber and his staff are always my choice for my animals. It should be yours as well. Located conveniently at 4300 Starlington Road, which is 165 North, you can reach out to them at 345-4545. That's 345-4545. Tell them you heard it here on 97.7 North Monroe Animal Clinic, the official animal care provider of Terry Waldrop and the Edge. Special Olympics of Northeast Louisiana provides athletic competition and year-round sport training for children and adults with intellectual disabilities. It gives them the opportunity to develop fitness, demonstrate courage, and experience the joy of competing. For more information, go to www.laso.org or call 1-800-345-6644. How does it feel? You're officially living on the edge. Hit Terry Waldrop up at 888-993-7762 and let him know. It's The Edge with Terry Waldrop. And welcome back in Sports Talk 97.7. Terry Waldrop, Jamie Foxx, The Edge rolls on on the 6th day of March 2018. Uh, Jamie would have been my mother's 98th birthday today. How about that? Man. (laughs) That's a long time. That means I'm old, too. Uh, Yeah. Couple texts out here we read. You're welcome to chime in. Triple eight nine nine three seven seven six two. Eight 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 nine nine three seven seven six two on the Tubby Smith situation or anything we've talked about today. Uh, is Tubby Smith right? Are we teaching kids to quit? We see this in travel ball. We see it in high schools. We see it in junior highs. We certainly see it in college and the pros. You know what? If I'm not getting my way, if I'm not feeling being handled correctly. I just quit. I'll go somewhere else. I'll do something else. Is that a millennial generational trait? I would suggest to you 
It absolutely is. Well, I think you're right. I think you know. I think some of the some of the things that Tubby Smith has addressed, or he's spot on. I do think we have a you know a generation. The first thing you know is make it easier for me. How can how can things be made easier for me? They weren't made that way in Tubby Smith's household. Guys, his dad says, "Well, you can't quit." Are they still paying your scholarship? Yeah. Are they still feeding you? Yeah. Well, your bed's been taken at home. A little tough love there, but. The the message he was trying to say was you can't just you know wh- why are you unhappy uh, and there's some other things that were you know at, at high point I think is where Tubby went um, you know he was only one of two African Americans in the whole school so you know it felt a little bit like a fish out of water I'm sure so for him to come through that experience and and learn from it and and, and get stronger I mean I I do think that speaks to his character and you know. Terry, I just you know text you at the break. I mean, it's uh, you know I, I just thought about this too. There's this is indeed you know this transfer rampant transfer is a double edged sword because a lot of good coaches you know end up losing their jobs when a lot of the good players they uh, they recruit maybe the kid flew under the radar they got him out from somebody and you know the, the team blows up and wins twenty something games and the next year the kid gets a big head transfers out and uh, the team drops to six wins the next year and they can't recover then it's you know. So coaches, coaches are impacted by this as well as the players. Well, and, you know, Toby's taking a lot of criticism. And, and what was the kid's name, the Anderson kid, Antonio Anderson, that played for Calipari when they went to the Final Four in the National Championship game that they had won from all indications. That was Derrick Rose. And, uh, what was the other kid's name that sort of got a cup of coffee in the, NF, in the NBA, never really mature? Uh, Chris Douglas Roberts. Uh, Tyreek Evans, all those cats played for Calipari at Memphis. And Anderson has been really critical of Tubby. And he goes, look, the guy has a credential. He's really good. He goes, I just don't think he's the right fit for the job in school to get kids to come to Memphis and embrace Memphis. You've got to have a coach who's hard-nosed, gritty, knows the city, and you've got to get kids who are the same type of people. And I sort of get what he's saying. And, again, Memphis is one of those quirky places, sort of like Chicago. It's just a quirky, quirky place. The basketball culture is very deep. It's very ingrained. New York is like that as well in certain parts of New York. The culture is unique to that situation, geographic area, style of play, et cetera. Um, you know, Chicago, for years, they, they've had guys, and this is when the outside courts were all the rage, Chicago never had guys that could shoot very well. And, and the reason being you got stuff blowing off Lake Michigan to the outdoor court, couldn't make shots because the wind was blowing, so the guys take it to the rack. Uh, now the outdoor courts, the last 10 to 15 years, not nearly as important as what they used to be uh, across the country. And so it's a, it's a different dynamic. So is, is Tubby necessarily – is he the gritty, grinded-out guy of, of the – that Memphis wants or Memphis is embraced. If you look at this, it's sort of a weird, bizarre thing. Uh, Tubby being an African-American and John Calipari uh, about as white as a bottle of Clorox. But John Calipari was embraced there because he had this grittiness about it. And again, it transcends racial uh, lines. It absolutely does uh, to a huge extent. Calipari able to bring players into that. Uh, Tubby, not necessarily. And then you had uh, Pastor that went to Georgia Tech. He bailed Memphis before they 
they dropped a hammer on him, who was Calipari's recruiter. And so sometimes, and I think Anderson is right, sometimes fits are just not very good. And we go back to Trent Johnson at LSU. It wasn't a good fit for whatever reason. Not saying the guy can or can't coach. It just wasn't a good fit. And I think Anderson might have a point. I think if Tubby has the opportunity, you know, he may look to bail because certainly the city with the numbers down have not embraced him. The, the numbers are way down. The winning is way down. There's a negative connotation associated with the program. And if you're a Memphis and can't get Memphis kids or a significant portion of them, uh, you're likely not to be very successful. The late Larry Finch was there for a very long time. Dana Kirk took him to a national championship game. So Memphis has an incredibly rich tradition. Cal took him to the championship game, although they had to yank the banners down because of all the uh, the interesting ways that uh, Derrick Rose ended up matriculating there. But uh, nonetheless, I think the people embraced it. I'm not sure that they did Tubby. But to Tubby's point, Jamie, we're just teaching people to quit. Let me make an excuse. It's not going well. It'll go well somebody else. I'm just going to quit and start over somewhere else. I think it's millennial. I think it's generational. You're not going to see people in today's society go work at a factory or go work at a business for 50 years, get the gold watch, hang out with the grandkids, and, and you know retire and then die. It's just You're going to see people going through a bunch of different jobs. Uh, we all have done that now in the coaching business. There's two types of coaches, those that have been fired, those that will be fired. Bill Belichick got fired. Parcells has been fired. Phil Jackson has been fired. I mean, come on. It happens to the best of us and to the worst of us. It's just a byproduct of the society that we live in today. Now it's a crazy time for college basketball. They're starting to drop like flies in terms of coaches being fired, and then you're going to try to trade up. And so you're going to see that several places in the state of Louisiana this year. Uh, I think you're going to see Nickel State open. I think Riley is going to go to Eastern Kentucky, where he played and coached at. Uh, it's viewed as a step up from Nickel State, which Nickel State is, is among the bottom of the barrel in Division One. Uh, it's just the truth. Ricky Broussard had incredible success there. Uh, nobody else not necessarily has been. A Piper won some games there. It was very competitive. Not what they wanted. So it's a crazy time, Jamie, in college basketball. But I thought it was entertaining with Tubby uh, kind of going off on uh, Richie's. Please stop using millennial at 30. I fall into that category. I'm not a moron. Absolutely. Richie, you might be the president before it's all said and done. But I do. I think it is a generational deal. Uh, and, I, well, and, my, and I've got another business that I run, Jamie Fox, as you know. Uh, I've got a lot of millennials in that, in that business. And actually, it matriculates to the millennials probably a lot better than it does some of the older people sometimes because they they see things a little bit differently. Uh, interesting stuff today, man. We're going to get out of here. I, I wanted to give you a form, and we'll probably do that tomorrow. We'll get you we'll get you going. Appreciate your help today. Thanks to John Tabor. Thanks to our friend, Mr. Bobby Manning, attorney at law. Uh, Powerworks Gourmet Pizza by Design. Our friends at Vantage, Spina Bell. G.B. Cooley reminding you to support a worthwhile cause Louisiana Special Olympics. Washtenaw Valley Federal Credit Union text line, and our man at Dr. David Weber, the man, the myth, the legend, absolutely the best pet care you're going to get. Go see him on US 165 North in Monroe. His phone number, 318-345-4545. 318-345-4545. Last thing I want to read, house cleaning. Unfortunately, some bad things happen in your life. If you're struggling with some sort of trauma don't want, and you need some professional help, 
consider MDR trauma therapy from Amber White and Sperm Foundations in Monroe. Amber is one of the few therapists in our area certified in EMDR therapy, a type of therapy which uses eye movement and other stimulation to assist clients processing distressing memories and beliefs. Blue Cross Managed TRICARE Insurance accepted the Firm Foundation. If you're interested in learning more about EMDR trauma therapy, call Firm Foundation's counseling today, 318-654-7010, 318-654-7010, or go online to myfirmfoundations.com. That's myfirmfoundations.com for more information. For John Tabor, for Jamie Foxx, I am Terry Waterman. You guys have a great day. Aloha. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to The Edge with Terry Waltrip. No matter what the topic, Terry will take it on. He's not scared, and you better not be either. We want to see you right back here every single weekday. Missed it? No problem. You can catch the podcast on iTunes and in the Google Play Store. We live in-